Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Falchekadi on Tasponta show Tasul Agi Gumunish of Tatnaf Os Orgora. Oh, Tommy Kahalan. Do you see the way you put the G Goro, and put yeah. er, er, Goro. Why did why would you need to do that now? I, I, I don't ask me anything technical about the language, but I think you have to put our grammar. Why did you use that? Is that the Mokanilok? No, our Mokanilok was on our on 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 finger or sister on finger Sandra Kanilok. Yeah, more can eat like a She told you all about more then, did she? Mo, nobody's, you don't meet any more moles in your life, do you? Do you ever, did you ever, I met one mo. I know one mo. But sure, people who are called Maureen I, are called mo. I Ma- don't have, there's no Maureen in my life, I don't know. Maureen Salah? Maureen Salah. <laughs> <laughs> Maureen Salah. It takes me a minute to get jokes, but. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of surnames, right, I was thinking there. I was only I was driving through Bal the other day and I saw some Why? Why? I had to go to a funeral. Yeah. Had to go to a funeral. Don't <laughs> don't what? Don't pursue this. Yeah, yeah. I was offered a gig today. The Irish Retail Awards. Please tell me that is not true. Would you shut up? I was offered what, what do you Tell mean? me how this works. Please shut up. No, because I know when he has the sneery high head in him. The Irish oh. Retail Awards. Yeah, it's the, the Retail Excellence Awards, by the way. Not the Irish Retail Oh, Awards. you're you're been pinned in against it's the them. Retail Excellence you're Awards. Irish Retail is a totally other organisation, Tommy. Is it really? Tell me more about the offer you had. Oh, he's getting it very defensive. I'm not. I want to know. He did it last year. He mustn't I, have. I've done it for last. Is that the gig I did with you up in Dublin? No, that was another one. That, that was, was for Central, Central or Super Value or when did you one of the well, tell me about heroes. the reta- t- tell me about the Retail Excellence Awards? They said to me, "Would uh, would I would I do ten minutes of stand up for them?" And I said, "Tell me more." Tell me more, and they said it's in a hotel in Galia. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, I said it's like a double. It's like Cannon and Ballier. Uh, it's little and large. And they said, um, uh, we just want you to do ten or fifteen minutes of stand up after the dinner. After the dinner, yeah. And th- th- my my stuff and dinner does not go well together. <laughs> I need You're not people. after dinner. No, I'm not an after dinner speaker. So I said, so how? What's the shape of the night? And they says, well, Hector's hosting it. And I says. Well, you may fuck off. So, <laughs> no, I said no to it because I wouldn't. Remember, we did we did that one up in Dublin. Yeah, and I don't think that I I just think they were too 
my stuff you have to you have to volunteer for my stuff rather than have it thrust upon you yeah yeah because some woman from um, Belle Mullish could be sitting there and she might be completely opposed to or just to you know after jokes. dinner is a strange so I said time no. as well but anyway yeah. you were in Baal go to a funeral I was driving through Baal uh, and I saw some of the great there's some great names up there on the on the shop fronts. But then I saw Giblins. There's not that many shops in Bath. No, there's not. You come sweeping around the top of the road and down into the... It's a lovely open... Giblins. Giblins. What a great name. So then I was thinking, if you could be reincarnated into an Irish family, you come, you're coming back in a family with a different name, different world, different, day, different job. You're born into a new Irish family. Larita, what Irish family, where, and your surname. So I would be like... The Giblins. Imagine I come back as a Henry young man. Henry Giblin. No, Jerry Giblin. <laughs> and my father's Johnny Giblin. The mother's Denise Giblin. <laughs> and we're all mechanics and we're in Erlingford. And my dad is Giblins. a mechanic and my brother's a mechanic and we're the Giblins. And we're known far and wide for accident recovery. And we have four <laughs> machines. <laughs> and we are the lads that if you're broken down in Erlingford or anywhere in the catchment area, the Giblins, ring the Giblins. Don't break down just because you have a breakdown. Ring you Jerry. The, ring Jerry Giblin. <laughs> Jerry Giblin. No, but the Giblins. Imagine, what's, what's your name? Desi Giblin, Maureen Giblin, Jerry, Johnny Giblin. The, well, so, so what surname would you have? Where would you be born into? And what, fa- what would the family do if we're coming back in a new life? Well, uh... My Anything anywhere around the world. One of my favourite surnames I heard first in Ballinasloe. I knew a lovely young lady. Her name was Bernie, and she's one of the most. I just I was always attracted by her surname, Dudgeon. 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 Bernie Dudgeon. Yeah, it's classic. And I just thought I, I would love to be one. I don't be a Dudgeon. <laughs> De- Tommy Dudgeon. Derek Dudgeon. <laughs> Henry, Henry Dudgeon. Spell Dudgeon. Spell Dudgeon. Is it D U D G? The Dudgeons of Ballinasloe. Oh, yeah, Dudgeons. Bernie. She's, but she's awful crack of a young one. Awful crack. So uh, so Dudgeon would be my uh, what's surname. Uh, and what does the family do? What, do you, what does if your family I, work at? The Dudgeons would be solicitors. And, <laughs> and auctioneers. Yeah, half the family would be in prison and the other half the family would be solicitors <laughs> and barristers. <laughs> and I'd be uh, yeah, Henry, Henry Dudgeon. Following your father's footsteps. <laughs> yeah, Henry it. Dudgeon and sons. <laughs> Yeah, and where yeah. would you be from? We would live in Tang. I fucking love Tang. Oh, I tang. Love tang. Imagine a big house above in Tang. That's Dudgeon's. That's all Dudgeon's land. All as far as you can oh, see. You can that's Dudgeon's. Half of them are inside, half of them are outside. The Dudgeon's, the Dudgeon's of Tang. You know, isn't it like with those surnames? There's some cl- the Giblets. Where would you? An go? undertaker. It always. Uh, I'm always attracted to the job of an undertaker. I'd love to be. You know, follow. You know, out out. You're dressed like one anyway. So yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um. Yeah. An undertaker. What surname would you like to be if in, in a new family? You're no more Bluets. You come back in a new, as a Bluets would be odd enough now. Yeah, Bluets bad enough. I, I mean, I I want an ordinary name like not, Murphy not, or something. It's not bad. It's just a bit. I want a Murphy surname or an ordinary surname. Birds, that people Billy are Bird, going, oh, where'd you Bird, get that surname? The birds. the birds. Oh, I started watching those. Huey Bluett. <laughs> Huey Blewett in the news. That was my father. The my Jay grandfather's band. Name. Huey Blewett in the news. Huey, Huey, Huey Blewett in the news. What was the song? He hold the set of fold. No, that's, that's the Jay, Jay Giles band. band. Uh, Huey Blewett. Huey Blewett in the news. Huey Blewett in the it's news. About having, Welcome, uh, Top of the Pops, 1992, to kick us off. Kid Jensen here. <laughs> it's Huey Blewett in the news. Anyway. Um, what's so you wouldn't have any surname? The just Giblin. an ordinary surname. The Giblins. I know Giblins in Ballina. There's a big family the of them. Giblin. Which is that? Billy Giblin. I think there's a couple of, couple of twins in the family. That's like Gerald Giblin. 
like a family with it. Like, I th- I, I'm not sure. I think they've got like three sets of twins in their house. What's the great surnames of Mead? O'Brien's. Is it? O'Brien's. Riley's. 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 <laughs> but Riley's got to Calvin as well. Riley's. There are thousands, tens of thousands of families in all up along there. The yeah. Riley's. Doonan and Noonan. Doonan. <laughs> Doonan and Noonan solicitors. Doonan and Noonan. Do- <laughs> Auctioneers. Doonan and Noonan. Fancy writing a will. Go to Doonan and Noonan. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. You're watching the snooker. You know those ads that come on during the Doonan, snooker. Doonan, Noonan and Googan. <laughs> Anyone problems with the land? Hello, my name is Derek Noonan from Doonan Noonan and Googan. We've been walking for 44 years in the trim catchment area. Doonan Noonan and Googan. It's like Matthew Arms, but like somebody, but somebody said Matthew Armsbury and Prentice back in 1952 when they created one of the world's biggest accountancy firms. Somebody said, "Oh, I think I'll create an accountancy firm called Arthur Anderson," and everyone laughed. Why? And they're the more one, the biggest one in the world. So Doon and Nugan and Googan could become a colossal in the accounting world. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you about <clears throat> directions. And is there, like, I was with the Beloved in San Francisco, which I loved. I fucking, I, I, I was shocked. And I'm a bit blown away by how much I loved California. And I'm curious as about uh, two things. I'm curious about, number one, how, if you, like, it's easy to sell California to somebody. Do you know what I mean? Come, you know, come over here, blue sky. Mountains and skiing two hours that way. Desert and heat an hour and a half that way. Mexico's over there. Canada's over there. Pacific, Hawaii. You know, it's it's a real easy sell, the warmth of it, the colours of it. How, like, it'd be kind of difficult to sell Ireland to somebody. Like, if you, like how would you sell, how would you sell Ireland? But I think people have this image of Ireland people as, what? Are, as castles and rivers and green. green they do, they and, do, Tommy. And Damp. No, they don't. I think they just think of there are countries. Nationwide. There are countries where people crave the rain, and they, when they come to Ireland, you know those Yanks that are standing outside they the castle in Kinvara, they love the drizzle on them, and they've got the NYPD little me. old uh, and the rain jackets, with moss growing on them. They love to see greenery. Damp, damp greenery castles, ivy, pints, chowder, fire. Radiators. Fields, storm walls, radiators, storage heaters. <laughs> the people love that. Irish independence. Yes. Uh, and the Supermax. Ham sandwiches. White pudding, black pudding, sausage, tomato, grilled tomato, beans, toast, soda bread. Oat what do you, When you're away, what do you miss about Ireland? Say you're in Bali or you're in Indonesia oh, or the Caribbean or Addis Ababa. What do I miss? What do you like? Ah, oh, the cup of tea. The, 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 is it the people or, the, or is it the, it's not the weather. You no, don't miss no, the wind. No, you miss being away from your family. It's like it's yeah. different when you're traveling. You miss being away from the family. You don't. I don't miss the. I don't miss the the mist or the rain. If we're traveling again in a few months' time, I won't miss the weather. I. I but I'm, I'm selling California to you because of the physicality of it. Yeah, but to me, California, I wouldn't never live there. Oh, you would. No, I wouldn't, Tommy. The three of us would live in a house in Joshua Three. Go on. Okay, now, 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 see, that's better. Now, you'd be out, out in the, the beach desert, doing your way in the morning. No, but see, he's 100 miles outside the city in a place where hippies have been reveling in psychedelic. Joshua we Tree could, is a psychedelic location. Um, Bands locate there. Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah, yeah. They're all there. 
so so what's did it? That's to me is in, more interesting than being in a city. I would I prefer to you be, might like La Jolla down just out, oh, yeah. outside San Diego and you're fucking so don't they say that lovely bit between San Francisco and LA Pebble Beach is along there but that that, that whole coastal Malibu road, Malibu but even up further Seattle is interesting so how, so how do you sell Ireland then what's what's the what's the because Ireland has got we, character we, it's got community it's got um, oh fucking here we go the mayor of Knockmore no 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 sorry you, you don't care where you live because you're you're transient. Like it doesn't matter where you are. How You're not tied to anything. No, Me and Hector, we're tied to we're our tied community. We're tied to the land and the and the guy. And we are about we're, we're about where we're from and we're about our community and we're about Jesus. our clubs and our culture. And I mean, Jesus. you're is this, yes, a, is, this, is this a podcast yes, or an, or an episode of the field? <laughs> no, but we no, well, you'd be you wouldn't no, be in the field. A, I'd be the yank. What, <laughs> you'd be the yank what do people over, get you know? here when they come here? What do, what are they getting they, here? They get something that. They all crave. Americans crave it because they don't have it. They what have is it? absolutely no connection to anything. Americans, they have no connection. They have a connection they have, to taco They're all flies. about family and family, but their connection is always outside of America. It's in Ireland or it's in Mexico or it's in fucking some other country, and they're aligned to those places and they dream of it and they love it. And I don't think people from California suffer from that at all. I think people from Ohio and Kentucky and uh, Nebraska, maybe, but people from California know they're living in the Golden State. You're just there. You were there for t- yeah, Tommy, not even two Tommy, weeks, Tommy, and now Tommy, you're like California's not always California. Like, yeah, you saw a beautiful sight with, but surely when you're there, did you miss anything from Ireland? Did you miss anything Irish? Like, first of all, the food. Did you not you miss get anything you want in California? Anything you want? Grapes, tomatoes, Napa Valley potatoes, wine, the loads of wine. wine. Yeah, but Tommy, like, <laughs> there's Mexicans, there's punks. There's stoners. So there's loads of them here. There's blondies. California's full of everything. It's but fantastic. So that. what? You'd give you'd it all up. You'd see that in Ennis on there. a Saturday. What? Ennis on a Saturday is of blondes. Yeah, there's exactly. Punks, Gal- you, you'd give it all up. Oil. Give all. Give what up? Give it all up here and go there, would you? What is the all that I'm giving up? Exactly. See, you've no, you've no connection to anything. Woke up this morning. It was grey and miserable, and I think I'm fooling myself. I would just. So, it's like a, It's like one of the marriages that your your parents or friends of your parents Another might have had. Day. You just wake up and you go, Jesus! I just I fucking have obligations. Yeah. Ireland is a country full of people under obligation to stay here. People don't really want to stay here. Grey, wet, mortgage. Can't, can't even light a fucking fire now. Imagine that. <laughs> Turf is against the fucking law. Yeah, but, but, like, uh, but there's can't still even some... have a joint without getting arrested. There's still something here that's. What is it? Holding us. Anyway, so my question is about directions. So we were in San Francisco and I was in a, I was in a cafe, I would say 90 to 95 seconds walk away from the Beloved and the hotel. It was two blocks away. Okay. So she, my missus came out of the hotel and she says, where are you? And I says, I'm about 95 seconds away. She says, how do I get to you? I said, okay, come out of the hotel. And it's already stressful for you, is it? Yeah. What, I'm what, what? really bad at giving directions. My beloved th- thinks that I'm absolutely incapable of giving directions. So I said to her, I said, okay, I'm, I'm actually straight in front of you, oh. right? But there's, there's buildings in the way. So I said, just go straight across the road and walk for two blocks. And then she complicated it by going... Straight across the road, as in just like not go to the corner. 
she was thinking going straight across the road, like walking up against. Not the Yeah, wall that's what you said. Crossing. Yeah. So then, so then I said, no, no, well, no, no. I said no, not straight. Across go right the road. across the road, like just as in go across from where you're standing. This is even see? getting complicated. Yeah. And there. you see, this I'm is com- I'm, I'm, lost. I'm outside the hotel and I'm so lost already. I'm so, lost. So, so Hector, I'll give you the directions. No, no, go no, on. No, don't. no, I'm confused now. I've, I've walked out the door of the hotel. To the right of me, there's yeah, roads. <laughs> to the left of me, there's roads. Oh, and straight in front there's roads of me, there's the hotel. So, so do I go up to the traffic lights? There's no traffic there's lights no traffic in America. Lights. There <laughs> it's all, is. It's all roundabouts. No. So still roundabouts well, You can't walk across the road Americans in America. Still Just follow. go up a little bit, cross over and go the direction. Ireland is you. the only place in the world that's the roundabouts. Yes, I know that. So I said to her, she said, go straight across. And I says, no, take a right and go down. And then it got confusing because then I said to her, I said to her then go straight across and walk for two blocks. Now... She then oh, I'm, I've, I've lost I can't even hear What you're saying I'm You like, know what I mean Don't you Yeah Go up a bit he and doesn't. Down two blocks Yeah So then I got a phone Everything call Everything is a grid oh. in America Everything's a grid so It's my a grid wife, system I'd have a full anxiety So my there. wife then uh, She says okay So like I said 95 seconds away from her Right Seven minutes later <laughs> And she says Where are you And I says where are you? Oh my God. And she, she said, I'm down beside, I'm at the Hard Rock Cafe, she said, which was about a fucking a mile and a half oh God. from where I was. And I, I just started, I said to her, okay, you wait there and I'll come and get you. These are the little things. That but I just wondered, am- like, if I was giving you them directions now, Larita, come out of the hotel, now, now come now straight across to, two blocks. To, no, you see, this is my problem is, you're not specific enough, right? You need to say, come out of the hotel, Go, put your hand out. You're going left. You have to go left when you come out the door of the hotel first. Yeah, we, well, right. You and go then right. turn right. Or right and then left or whatever. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's already confusing. It's so really confusing. It's so simple, isn't it? I know it's not confusing. Look, it's a grid system. It's a grid system. America is a straight line or other line. I'll say it to you. It's yeah. not. Hector Foles. Okay, listen. Yeah, Hector, where are you, Tommy? I'm in that cafe we were in two, three days ago. Okay. It's just It's uh, two blocks straight ahead of you. Uh, what will you have? I'll have a flat white. See you in a sec. And he's there. <laughs> and next minute I'm there before it's on the table. <laughs> That's like, not true. It's just Yvonne is phoning me then she's from there. a mile off. Where she's, are you? She's <laughs> in Seattle. Cup <laughs> of coffee. Where is the technology? What did he? Did did the missus not take out the phone and see you and and go right there? He's there and go and just Google Map. Uh, I, I, They're confusing two Google Maps. I can tell you that. So nothing. is it? Is there something just in the way that? Careful. Some people's brains are. Wired that the that directions I, they're too confusing. I think so. I think everyone's different. I love landmarks, and if I've passed a coffee shop and we're staying in one area, I'll know exactly how to get back to that. You, I just I love landmarks and love corners of buildings, and I know that on the far side of that, there's something there. Like if, you, if you're two blocks from the hotel, that is literally yes, a hundred blo- yards. Literally two hundred yards. See, this is my problem. There's two blocks to the left, and there's two blocks to the right, and there's two blocks Would ahead you of just you, listen, and there's two blocks stop behind. Stop talking you. and listen. No. I'm straight ahead of you, two blocks. Cross the road or, One go block. Down, or go down to the traffic lights and go left 
and go for two blocks I'm on your left so two blocks instead two of following yeah, me follow that eight now. minutes later uh, what was I'm it like? at the Hard Rock Cafe eight miles away <laughs> what was it like when she arrived though, in, she in the wasn't cop? well she wasn't well <laughs> and <laughs> oh and then it's all stressed out and then it's like the man's always right it's the thing about men and women it's something careful now Louisa careful that's what you were going to say careful with no. this casual misogyny that you sometimes suffer from <laughs> this casual just flippant sexism yeah that I think you're you're drowning in from time to time. <laughs> Thanks. Could you help me out, please? But it's, I thought you were going to say, I was in the coffee it's shop. It's bad enough that you're dressed like a postman today. Oh, wow. Well, that's a new one now. A postman. Well, that's a new one. What was I dressed like last week? Oh, I can't remember. Off duty Vanguard. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. Or um, primary school teacher on her winter holidays. That was right. Anyway. So I thought you were going to say, when I was in the coffee shop, I asked an American for directions. And they're very literal in America. They like they always spell my name right when they take my name to uh, for a coffee. They know how they spell it as you say it in America, and they give you directions perfectly. But if you asked an Irish person for directions, go mm. down there and turn right at such and such a place. You're like, I didn't even see that place. What place? What are well, you talking about? Okay, okay, okay. So I don't know Do if it's know a man or a woman thing, or if it's that the person that's giving directions isn't capable of giving clear directions. Generally, don't think it's. I just the think there are details them. that some brains see how I negotiated that yes, particular thing. Some brains. There are details that some brains pick up, and that some brains don't pick up. Some people can go on a and journey common sense. in Ireland and not look oh. once. Some people can go on a journey in Ireland not look once out the window oh. or remember anything they've passed. So common we've, sense. We've just gone um, over the bridge and the castle's on the left, and then four days later, right? Is that did we did we pass that castle? Is this in the right way? I have another question for you. And do you think men um, I have, have question a lot of common sense? I have another question for you. Directions. What direction are we really going in if we look? In I have another question for you. How come men get emotional in Alcatraz? <laughs> How? Why is that? What is it about Alcatraz? So watch this. Give us the background of Alcatraz. I, yeah. Well, Alcatraz is just a, a, prison. a, a very, very famous prison. But On there's the some rock about, yeah, in the bay. Yeah. There's something about being there that makes men. What is it? It's it it just maybe they feel like their lives is well. It's a pretty a barren. Day. There's it's there's nothing on it. The actual thing itself is it empathy for other men who have just who have spent time on it. Yeah, there's something strange going you on. You didn't even it? go to see it. So how do you know men are? Because my friend went and he he's said a man and he got very emotional. And is that any woman that you know ever go to? Now it? that's no. interesting. I was in it. Uh, what I found was when I, when you hear the clinking and the when you see the little cubicles, the little tiny little prison cells, it's barren, basic, it's rough, it's old school. Uh, it's a fairly stark place. I don't know. I, I don't is know. it is it is it full of sad man energy? It's the walls you can see you that can, the, yeah you can feel that there's a lot of ex- bad experiences going on there. And is it a particularly male? Yeah, it's a hard, cold, iron clinking rock with a load of steel put in to house men and house bad men. No, we're talking about prison here, not marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's it's what I was going to say. That, it was. Yeah. Um, when did you get married, John? That's why men find it difficult because they feel like Alcatraz represents it's a caged, their lives. It, it's a caged feeling in Alcatraz, and I don't know. I found and it. They can't get off. I it. found it that the, the little cells, without legal representation. 
the legal the little cells were it was pretty fucking you knew it was like I don't know when they started 1910 1920 it was all through those years where yeah, it was just but that's sadness like that that's well, like going to I don't know if I got going to Auschwitz or it's not just men that get emotional about it in fact it's impressive that I suppose there's emotion emotional. in any prison in there isn't there emotion yeah, in any prison yeah of course there would be why do you get it why? anywhere where there's bad memories of of like what people were subjected to and you're hearing what exactly went on but there's on. something about men and Alcatraz there's something yeah, about it must be to do with their marriage. is it because he's seen no it's not marriage is, marriage is brilliant love being married but what is it about men they're just, there's something about that prison. Maybe it's all prisons, but there's something about that prison in particular. And how did it, when he, when he, when he spoke about it, what did, he, it? what did he say, Tommy? He just said he found himself becoming overwhelmed with a kind of a sadness. Why? Because I guess it's because of all the men that were there and that the place. But sure, they were bad men. And there were some good ah, men that were put there. There were bad men. Not every bad man goes what's, to prison. What's a bad man, Larita? But some every people they might have been serial killers. Yeah, but one or two of them were serial yeah, but killers. They're, but they're not all bad men in there. No. There's a few lads were selling. And what were they going in for? Some of you money laundering, or someone at fifty five Chinese restaurants who never paid tax. Yeah, like they're not all bad men. Or a fellow robbed a bank or something. Not like that. all evil men. They don't want to do evil stuff. Some yeah. men are evil, but they're nice evil. Victimless crimes. Yeah. Victimless like crimes. So is that what he was crying about? The people that went in there for victimless crimes. But I, it's it's a place that holds. Kind it's of a derelict, scary, intimidating building on an island. Of course, it's a You're looking a, back at the skyline going, oh as well. Oh, God, how did these people have to live here? Like, of course, it's going to be sad. Like, like but it, it's not going to be. When, 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 say, in the future, if Mount Joy becomes a museum. Yeah. People will go in Kilmainham there. And will jail. they say the same thing? Kilmainham Jail brings back memories. Oh my God, it? imagine you had to stand in a little tiny little shell of a place like this and that's where you had to spend all your days. Like, of course it looks bad. In old Kimmainham jail. Yeah. I mean, even when I sing that, there's emotion in there, isn't there? Yeah. But like, what's the Alcatraz of Ireland, the one below in Cork? Yeah, Spike Island. Spike, Spike Island. Island. Have you ever been there? No, but that wasn't open long enough to hold. Who went to Spike Island? And I think it's part of Alcatraz's effect on people, the films that were made about it. Of course. What you've seen over the you years. Know, the Birdman of Alcatraz and all yeah. that jazz and yeah. Escape from Alcatraz. And it's a fairly bleak rock. Yeah. And you're looking back at the skyline of San Fran. Fucking, of course you've got to. I think it's good that he felt emotion in there, that we're not just going, okay, next tour, coming along, yeah. here we go. Yeah. It's... It's the place, Tommy, the place. I watched him um, banged up on Channel 4 last night. Have you seen it? Banged up abroad? No, just banged up. What's banged up about? Banged up is this experiment they did where they got uh, 30 or 40 ex-prisoners. Oh, I've fucking seen the clips for you, man, from EastEnders. Yeah, Sid is in. Who? Sid, Sid is in it from EastEnders. You know your man? Yeah. Sid. Oh, he's in it. He's, he's, he's in evil. prison. He's evil. He's evil. He's, he's evil. Not he's, evil. He's, he's lovely. Evil. I'm only Joe. He's not. He's he lovely. What is his He's lovely. So, I... How did they get people to go into this? So what it was, they took a prison that had been recently decommissioned. So it's not a prison anymore, but it's all the facilities are still there. So this television company got uh, 25 or 30 ex-prisoners, people who'd served sentences from 18 months to 25 years. And they said, look, we're doing this thing. Um, it's to show people what prison is really Real like. Life. And we don't, it's not world's toughest prison. It's not that kind of... Uh, um, that kind of a show it's they take it's like I'm a celebrity get me out here except they put them in prison yeah and, and they have to it get looks, out so the clips no look, and it's just all men in an all pretty realistic like, the lads are so but is it acting no but they're real prisoners no so th- what the prisoners are told to do is 
okay, for the purpose of this experiment, last a week. You're back in prison for a week uh, and we want you to behave like you did in prison. Right. So for a lot of them, that's really easy just to... to and do you win a prize at the end of no, it? No, no, it's just it's just a it's social like a information show. thing. It's just like a uh, an informative show. Uh, but Jesus Christ, it is uh, violent. Like one fella, this Tory MP is uh, in prison with this fella who's... In a, he's sharing a cell with the fella. Bigger, they'd be like the man in the infinite wardrobe, like it was a small little cell. And uh, and was the Tory MP also in prison? Yeah, you're not, Tommy, uh, you're, you're not listening to what this I say. A, this is a, they've I am, but I can't understand. Okay, it. So, so the Tory MP was in prison for something. For no, like a no, few Lorita, this is a celebrity. These are. I'm. I'm. I am. You gonna... said they take people who were in prison okay. and put them back in there. Leave the hotel. Turn right. Keep going. Okay, I'm going to explain this. Yeah. this is so like, you're saying this they're is like taking Big celebrities in and prisoners. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Real life prisoners, but they finished their cell sentences. Yes. Yeah, and, going, and then they're bringing celebrities in. Well, celebrities might be a stretch, but people, people in the, the public, public eye. And they're, they're saying... We, and they're locking them into the cells with them for the day, week. For the, for the week. You spend, you spend eight days in prison. Like they're back in prison with real yeah. prisoners. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. In what sense you wouldn't mind watching it? No, I wouldn't mind going in. Larita, you wouldn't last. You wouldn't last. I would last. Not I bet you chance, any money Larita. I'd last a full week in there. Larita, you would yeah, not. Would. What they, are they going to do? Like they're hardly going to go doing like sex acts on you in the toilet. That'd or... be the best of it. That would be <laughs> the best of it. Larita. So, is there any women or is it all men? It's all men. It's all vi- but my my, my favourite What? Talk take Why is it there up no with the producers of the show. Why is there no women in a male prison? But why is it a male prison? Why can't it be a mixed prison? Why is it always... Like, there could be two wings. The world is broken, man. We're always (laughs) arguing. Every time we speak in the world now, there's always an argument about why it is and why I'm just wondering why... It's just the way it is. So no women are allowed to be on the programme? It's just a men's only programme. There's a woman in charge of the prison and there's two women uh, prison officers. Right, so go on anyway. So you you can't have... Prisons have to be segregated. Well, this, yeah, but for the purposes of the program, they could have had five cells with men and five cells no, with women. No, because it's a full, it's a full male prison. Okay. So the, the so part of the reason it's full is for the noise. Okay. Part of the reason it's full is for the danger in the yard. Part of the reason it's full is for the build-up of testosterone and violence. Okay. And, and fellas being told, behave the way you did in prison. And fellas going, no problem, man, I did 25 years. I'll show you exact Because people who've been through that system want people to know what it's like. So they'll they'll say to you, you treat us like animals, we'll behave like animals. Mm-hmm. I My feeling yeah. after watching it would be, if you treat people with kindness and care and love and attention, you have a better chance of them kind of the penny dropping and going, what am I at? What am I at with my life? Mm-hmm. You know, people respond to love. Whereas I think you treat people mean... And keep them in fucking cages. They and act tre- mean. They, they, they just come out harder and stronger and more violent and more angry than mm-hmm. they, they were when they were going in. Favourite scene. Uh, I'd, it's on Channel 4. It's called Banged Up. Favourite scene. Tory MP is in a, this prison cell. <laughs> this fella. who Oh man, he, this fella told, was telling him a story about how uh, he used to kidnap people. <laughs> what do you mean? He says, yeah, bad people. Bad people. Uh, and your man is going how, how do you kidnap them he says follow them for a good while get their movements <laughs> then he says get their movements this one fella I, f- I dragged him out of the car bet him stupid then I got him into the car 
and I bet him stupid an iron bar around his head so he didn't know where he was and then I brought him to a forest and I ran over him a few times on the catch Jesus Christ and then I brought him to a canal and I fucked him in and your man goes did he drown he says no I just fell up with a dog <laughs> right so you're talking about a hardcore violent people so they're chatting away and your man is telling him about one time he kidnapped the wrong fella and he bet the shite out when he wasn't who he was supposed to have kidnapped at all but they're yapping away and the Tory MP is just kind of listening you know and uh, the Tory MP has severe OCD <laughs> he can't like he's just not coping well in this male prison and then your man farts like the, the kidnapper oh. farts and the He's like at the window, like he's really, really, really not well. He's just not well. And then the fellow says, The fellow says, Do you want a cigarette? And the man goes, Yes, I'd love a cigarette. And your man sits down at the jacks. And the Tory, he sits down at the jacks. And the Tory and Peace says, What are you doing? He says, you're not going to have any shit, are you? He says, no, I'm just getting the facts. <laughs> and he fucking... <laughs> shit, he fucking... He shits the facts. <laughs> <laughs> his whole... Oh, God. Yeah, oh, man, must have been in time. He takes the man out of the bag. The paper bag. Victoria Peacocks. They're covered in shit. <laughs> <laughs> and your man, your man, they're covered in crap. And your man is telling him, don't worry about it, man. If you're in prison for 25 years, it's a little bit of shit. Just wash it off. You'll Just do wash anything. it off. So he brought, brought it over to the sink, cleaned all the crap off it, and uh, washed his hands. <laughs> and the Tory MP's got his back up against the wall. He doesn't want to He can't breathe. He says, please, he says, please don't ever do that again. Please don't ever do that again. Oh my God, that's disgusting. Then it goes to a scene. How did he? It goes to a scene where the Tory MP's got a cigarette. He just take it, did he? Smell it. Oh no, Tommy. He smell the cigarette. And then the two of them fucking smoke it. There you go. Oh my oh, God! It's, yeah, an, I've seen it's an amazing show. It's I've called Banged clips. Up. It's yeah. on Channel Four. Yeah. I heartily, yeah. heartily recommend yeah, it. Yeah. That is brilliant. Oh, <laughs> oh gross! <laughs> I've got a lot of questions oh, about it. Me. Do you think he swallowed those cigarettes? No, you, what he did is he put them in some sort of um, you, you, plastic you, bag. No, no, no. Do you like a cigar? Do you the little cases, the round case cigars, something like that? A case or something. Well. Uh, whatever it's made little, little thing little kind of um, oh yeah because I was sheath. wondering like and pops it up you, pops you, it up. you oh, wouldn't so swallow funny. it Loretta you'd pop that back up your anus really quickly and yeah. it would stay there just like your you, you know they've got mobile phones that they can do that with they're like really tiny, tiny ones. they're like the car keys oh, for so like funny some yeah. like but some it's funny isn't it the way that and they're, they, able to put them they're up pushing up. the boundary every time with these shows now if there's re- ever a female prison I'm going to go into it well we'll hold one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? 
Needing health insurance? United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That. Hey, hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. Now, before we get back to the hen house, here's a quick taster of our members-only episodes called Three Points, Please. These are chats we have in porter houses, drinking emporiums, great establishments, locals up and down the country, and they're out exclusively every single Monday to members. And then... Like, we know for a fact you didn't dress yourself this morning. <laughs> Somebody else dressed it's too late now <laughs> Not I dress myself. No, you didn't dress. Someone, someone, someone with no imagination got a hold of your body. <laughs> Put your clothes. Oh on. yeah, that's rich coming from you. Get lost. I'm not taking any more abuse from my clothes from you. Look at the state of you. You look like you were after. You went through a bag on the side of the road and found what was inside. At least I don't look like a vanguard on a day off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, you look like a. <laughs> oh, oh, when vanguard is relaxed. <laughs> you have a day off, Maura. Fuck up. Excuse me. Stop you and you also. Hope you enjoyed that. To become a member, all you gotta do is head over to THLpod.com. It's as simple as that. Now let's go back to a shed down the bottom of a garden in Galway, in the west of Ireland. Would you, uh, would you like Spike. to go on to that? Well so I um I did I'd a gig fascinated. in the one in Mountjoy and so the women's prison in Mountjoy is beside the men's. So the men's have there's four wings, A, B, C, D. And then there's a place, if you're behaving, your C and D wing are long-term prisoners. A and B are people who are just in for maybe six months or two years. Very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Very... Short sentences. Like, yeah, not no, but very serious volatile. Way. Okay. Whereas the fellows who are in the long sentences oh, okay. are a bit more resigned to, like they're in for talking to this fella for long, long Navin is in for 18 years okay. for driving a high ace van for like hash. They're more kind of resigned. But if you behave yourself, I don't know, and I don't even know what that really means, uh, you get moved on to another part of the prison where you can, uh, you get more, it's more rehabilitation than just holding you. <clears throat> but the women's prison, they were all living in little apartments. That the, it wasn't a, like the, the Mountjoy is one of these old fashioned Victorian prisons where there's a centre area. It's like an, an off the centre area, there are all these, it's like some sort wings. of wings. Um, but the women's prison was all little, like, little But that's because some of them probably have kids and all in there, you know? Uh, there are no children allowed in. No, if they're, if they're pregnant when they're in there. like Maybe, I don't know, but there were um, a, a lot of visible relationships in the women's. So women kind of going out with one another and living together and that type of stuff. A lot more lenient than the men's place now. And you had, I mean, you had killers in, in the women's prison. And they were still in the apartments. Absolutely. It was a, a totally different vibe altogether. So I don't know if you're going to do a, wim, a woman's one. It would be interesting. Maybe that's going to be series two. Oh, yeah. Because it, it like, 
the um, that would be interesting. It's easy to it's easy to imagine the violence in a man's prison, and this place, man, the fuck, one guy made the mistake. So there's a hierarchy in prisons. So these people, he, this fellow's off Gogglebox, right? <laughs> and uh, he's a f- which one is he? Uh, black guy, dreads. Oh yeah, a bit yeah. of a boxer. Yeah. Runs boxing club yeah, to yeah. try and help people. Pure fit fella, yeah. yeah. So, um, Sid Owen, Ricky from East EastEnders, his father was a bank robber, and his brothers, one is in prison at the minute, I think, and. He was oh, really? the only one of his family who hadn't been sent to jail. So he wanted to go to see what they'd been through. And he, at the end of the second day, he's going, he's in tears like, he's going, get me out of here. They can be locked up for 23 and a half hours a day. Like it is, uh, it's it's punishing. It's big punishment. But I don't, but the thing I'm curious about is that the punishment never deters the crime. Yeah. Whatever, people will, will tell you, you know, and people will say, well, prison is supposed to be hard. But how come, if prison is so hard, and it is, why do people... They get institutionalised Keep coming it, back and back mm. and back. <laughs> they just get used to that lifestyle. So, anyway, this guy, so Sid just wanted to go in and, you know, he's a soft kind of edge to him, soft side to him. He's, a, you know, he's kind of going in with the eyes open and he's kind of going, you know, who do I talk to? And, and they're all slagging him and... um. <coughs> That kind of thing. Your man from Gogglebox goes in and he has a plan. And his plan is no one is going to push me around. His plan is that I'm going to be the light in the dark place. Must be a macho man in there. Or something. And that was just a fucking wrong way to go in because there's a hierarchy in the prison and you accept your place in it. You don't walk in there going, I'm Billy Big Balls because you immediately set yourself up as a target then. So even though this is only a thing for a week, I can't wait to watch your this. Man, yeah, your man is fried at the end of the first day because fellas are coming up to him going, the fuck do you think you are? And he thought he was a bit of a hard man. He, yeah. was, he was fit. He was running clubs, boxing clubs. Um, it's funny. Imagine, fascinating. Imagine all the prisons in England are full now. There's actually, they're overfilled. They're, they're at full capacity though. They can't have any The two more things there. there I, I was only in prison twice. For what? What uh, are you in prison for? I was in Whoa. prison in Colombia. I told you about that story. Oh, yeah. But the lad who ran the prison in Colombia was not when we went into this place or in, in Bolivia in La Paz the lad who ran the prison the minute we got in through the guards wasn't the big lad from Colombia with the tattoos or the Bolivian or the Peruvian gangs that were in there he came down he looked like Richard Dreyfus. he had a crumply little white shirt a pair of chino pants he was in his 50s he had a pair of glasses and he was caught for taking 19 tons into New York he was an accountant and he ran the prison a small minute accountant but he ran it because he ran it because he had the brains to run the prison so it's not about physical brawn do you know what I mean even though there was fucking gangs in there and bad gangs but how how did he get their respect he got their respect because he's smarter than them you see and he was able to manipulate the guards and if you had money in that prison you could build an apartment on the top of yours and you could build another place on top of yours so he it's funny the way brains inside a prison so you're saying there the lad who comes in all macho will be fucking cut down in a minute. Yeah, totally. The lad who comes in all soft, soft and nice and there's a little bit of the boys will take a liking to him and he's okay. Well, no, the, if they spot your weakness, they will never stop exploiting it. There you go. So it's kind of like, it's a strange one. It's like, If you go in too hard, they'll break you. And if you go in too soft, they'll break you. 
And the second time I was in a prison was in Louisiana in Baton Rouge. And the thing that I'll never forget, we were driving to this one of these state penitentiaries in Louisiana. And the thing I will never forget compared to prisons over here is when you get to the gates of this penitentiary, you're driving through these cotton fields and then all of a sudden you see it in the distance and it's wire and the tower. And then you get to the first gate and then you go to the second gate. And when you get into the thing itself, you can hear the... Do you know the gates opening? Yeah. yeah. And then you see trellis, wire, barbed wire and more barbed wire. And then in the distance, first time I saw it, there was security or cops or guards with us as we were walking towards the boxing club in this penitentiary. I'll never forget. And it's seeing the different colored jumpsuits. They're all in different color mm. jumpsuits. The green is for these boys who are serial murderers. The yellow are way off down the distance and then the orange are the paedophile that whole sex crime area mm. way off in the distance and every few minutes we would get to another trellis and the trellis would open with barbed wire and we'd be into another area and I could see lads looking over their shoulders at me just as they're going along doing their little daily chores and they're looking back in the jo- and it's fucking normal looking dudes mm. but you know that they've done some bad stuff fucking Compared to Ireland, you know, like the way... Bad stuff, there's also this thing in America of three strikes and you're out. So you get three misdemeanours. It's not easy in America. And, you know, people are making money out of prisons in America. Private companies run prisons in Louisiana. So, you know, it's kind of, they they need prisoners to to keep earning. But just in the distance, the yellow jumpsuit on those. And who are they over there? Are those, that's those guys, you don't want to go over there. And then it was just... It's a fucking other world. I'm going to watch that now. That sounds good because I've seen the clips on Channel 4. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. God bless and good luck. And we'll see you next week. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.